Perfect. Good afternoon, Good. and welcome to the Sakuga Cast, the welcome. Sakuga Builds Channel podcast. Welcome. I'm Daniel Ewa, and this is my co-host Methuselah. Which I don't actually like saying Methuselah is weird. I don't even like saying. Yeah. I like when people call me Methuselah, but I don't like saying Methuselah. Well, you, okay, you can just call us by our normal names, Daniel and Matthew, or Matt, if that's easier. Matt. Do you like that better? Um, let's, just, let's just skip the crap. What is okay. your favorite minifigure this week? <laughs> My favorite mini of the week, minifigure of the week. Well, when we put out the video on talking about our favorite minifigs... Um, that kind of influenced the ones I was thinking about on my mind. As far as ones, like, what I would choose to be my actual favorite minifigure of the week. Mm. I'd have to say the... I don't know. Do you have one already? Yeah, I have it with me right now. It is... I'll hold it up. The... From the Galaxy Squad... Mother Queen Bug set. Um, you know which one I'm referring to. It has these antenna that are molded on the head. And it just has awesome head mold. And has cool body printing. That was on top of my mind. Because I rebuilt that um, set. The big crawler. The hive crawler. Is that what it's called? The hive crawler? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I rebuilt that. And it's just such a good build, and I wish that they did these nowadays with... Well, they do with Monkey Kid, actually, so I can't even say that, because they do have these big villainous builds with Demon Bull King, Bone Demon, Spider Queen. And you were saying the Spider Queen is a worse version of the Hive Crawler, because it doesn't actually crawl. That'll be my minifigure of the week, the Spider Queen, because I was Spider showing it off yesterday a little bit, yeah. Yeah, the Spider well, yeah, Queen this... base, it has more functions, I feel like. It has more playability, but it didn't really nail down the crawling function all that well. Well, it doesn't... That's the thing, is that it doesn't crawl. It just... It has legs, four of which don't even move, two of which you can manually move up and down and snap them into position. And then the two front ones have the only cool feature where you use the flag, banner to move them up and down independently which works really well but it doesn't even compare to like a crawling function of like the hive crawler yeah it's like um i I feel like the spider queen's cool because the whole back opens up and there's a lot of play uh value there but the hive crawler is just super fun to crawl and launch stuff um but yeah, yeah that that's that's the one that's on my mind i saw this today or you shared it with me I'll pull it up uh, oh, cre- yeah. credit to 1414 Falcon fan for posting this but there's the image of that came out that shows like all the minifigures from this wave all, all the minifigures like grouped together and it's like a closer look at Moff Gideon here and I think he looks pr- I think he looks pretty good I feel like this a lot of people had complaints about the dark saber being not looking like the dark saber 
but I'm not too mad about that. It kind of would have been cool to have a different piece for that. But what do you, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think especially the hair piece. I can't think of a better one that would have fit. And uh, generally, he looks great. Yesterday, uh, Matt and I went to a fair, and at the fair there was a booth, several booths actually selling bootleg or custom minifigs, and it was very interesting to see. I hadn't really seen something like that at a fair before. And there were tons of Star Wars figures, Marvel figures, Venom big figs. And so for us, it was so easy to see every single one of these figures and be like, no, that's that's not accurate. That's not that's not real. That's not real. Uh, or like Sith um, Old Republic troopers that were going for five dollars, whereas on Bricklink, they're like way more than that. So um, but it was eye opening because the of, of the variety of things that they had and the types of prints they were able to achieve like most of these figures had tons of printing all over the legs sides of legs arms everywhere they were so over the top and five bucks for for these minifigs granted they weren't real lego i don't know how well the, how nice the plastic quality was or stuff like that but just seeing those made by some local business or some out of someone's garage it's eye-opening to see like wait a second so these guys can do it how come lego can't or what doesn't want to you know did so you feel like would, that would you so would you change anything about this figure you think it's not detailed enough no i wouldn't say that but but for instance some they had some fake moff gideons and fake bo-katans there with dark sabers that where the hilt actually was shaped like a dark saber hilt where it was more rectangular the blade was actually the jit kind of the angled jagged blade and when you see that it's like okay that's a dark saber when you see this it's like it's the lightsaber from what we have we've had that mold from 1999 or something yeah, it, look, the, it, lo it looks kind of like it almost looks a little outdated to me just be, like because we had the same cylinder for so long it like looks kind of retro in a way but yeah i remember they had the custom dark saber molds at that bootleg sh uh sh shop at the fair and it was pretty convincing but i'm not mad i'm not mad about this at all like the, this person said lego's doing so much for star wars summer and people are still complaining about lightsaber uh yeah that's just nitpicking but other than that the, i think the figure looks great it's just cool just to have him but it no, it's great that we're getting any content like Mandal more Mandalorian figures content, Bad Batch and Clone Wars and these non-original trilogy sets and the Lego even feels comfortable doing those at this point. Okay, but they're not going to do exclusive molds for a lot of the stuff. Uh, maybe for some of the armor pieces and Bad Batch almost they would, but like, okay, a Darksaber mold? No, they're not going to yeah i mean it's uh, i wonder if it was just worth it for them to do it or not to make the whole mold because when when is that when is the dark saber going to come up again and on another set like mando season three you know what? that's a good point uh oh yeah it probably will be in mando <laughs> I season know. three i think about that like the main thing about mando season three. uh fennec shandas more she has leg printing and arm printing on like moff gideon but i feel like moff gideon this his suit's all black in the show anyway 
Uh, but I think the arm pretty looks cool. I wonder if there's a gap in between her orange and black, or if it's just closed off. I don't, I, I don't know. But I think she looks cool, and I've, I, I've never seen this gun. Really? I, that looks like some of those old Clone Wars guns that they would use for some of the clones. That long kind of blaster rifle. Yeah, the long one. But look at the end of the gun here. It has like some cylinder type thing on it be an add-on piece yeah I, i'm not sure maybe it is something new possibly yeah maybe it's a piece on it but i think she looks cool i don't love that character all too much uh <laughs> add her to mandalorian and add her to the bad batch you know stretch it thin T tv verse character um but well the fact that they took this tv verse character and you know made such a nice figure with the custom helmet and everything uh, that's great, especially because she's going to be, you know, in three different Disney Plus Star Wars series: Bad Batch, Mandalorian, and the Book of Boba Fett. So, Jump. what was once of niche characters also okay. It's it's common things. So. Now she's an OG now, automatically. And this is a kind of a weird angle of the Dark Trooper, but his helmet looks awesome, and his shoulders look awesome. It kind of looks like the Wrecker shoulder pieces i i i I, I don't know be the same one yeah um but yeah he's cool and i wish there was at least two of them but it's all good but yeah those just barely got came out and i'm very excited and i'm not gonna nitpick too much but yeah dark saber kind of would be nice just because it looks different it looks different than other lightsabers in the show you know like it's very different yeah. it's nature is different but it's all good i'm not too well, picky i think that goes to like back to a larger discussion on when lego approximates things into their format into their scale in order to take the dark saver and lego fight apply the lego filter onto it okay it, yeah that makes sense to have the, just a black lightsaber or with a lot of the other stuff uh, some of the Bad Batch helmets, it's like, okay, we just put the Lego filter on it, the Wrecker helmet could work, uh, you know, printed onto this existing mold, this thing could work on yeah. this other thing, so I think there are a lot of things in Marvel as well, where you, there are just the existing format and quality control standards, everything that they have, that you kind of have to shove existing, like, IP designs into in order for it to fit in the Lego universe, you know. But here's what I don't get, because they will make a whole new mold for, like, every CMF character. They'll make Captain Hook's hat, like, freaking all sorts of, yeah. like, uh, Ursula's legs. But when it's a set like this, it, never, it doesn't get that same treatment. Maybe it's a cost-to-cost cost thing. I don't know. But some people yeah, I like understood the they love moff gideon more than they love the disney characters so it will be nice to get that same kind of love but yeah yeah i wish i understood the economics of that because you're exactly right the cmfs have tons of crazy new and unique molds that never get reused again in a lot of cases but um you don't see that i think it's just because maybe they're five dollar minifigs yeah, so I mean, they, they could justify the price more because with the blind bags, 
they make a lot of money because you have to keep buying them to get the ones you want so they could justify a whole uh new thing where i don't know the logistics of it but uh, it's like i'm a star wars or marvel type guy so it would be nice to get that kind of love with those minifigures but we do have the marvel cmf coming yeah let's talk about that i'm super duper hyped i think the main ones though i mean they're rumored but i think it's basically confirmed at this rate i think the most what uh ones i'm most excited for are zombie zombie captain america white vision uh scarlet witch i think variant loki will be kind of cool too but like yeah. the version from the show, right? The TVA version. Yeah, the the, the the TVA variant look. All all the whole CMF is is probably the, all the Disney Plus series. So it's going to be the WandaVision, Scarlet Witch, right. the White Vision from WandaVision, and all the What If characters, and Lady Loki, which will probably show up in the uh, Loki TV show. Um, I saw her in the trailers a little bit, but she, yeah, she's going to be super cool too. But we'll get some more detailed figures. I wish they would have done a regular Marvel CMF first with just kind of more of the basic things from the MCU to get more detail on those figures, but it's all good. Well, I think as far as what I've heard, don't quote me on this, what I've heard is that the superhero teams share a budget, the DC and Marvel, so a lot of the new molds and the new figures and sets and everything, it's split between the DC and the, and the Marvel. Um... Yeah, like teams. And so I feel like maybe because of that, the Marvel sets really don't get a lot of... They do get love, but they don't get love on the same level of quality as Ninjago, for instance, as Monkey Kid. If you compare some of those sets, just the sheer quality and the uh, amount of new molds and prints and stuff like that, it's just... It's hard, because... Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they just fair. expect that Marvel... I know it does, doesn't seem very fair. Maybe they just expect because it's Spider-Man. You're going to buy the Spider-Man buggy, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You don't have to, like, make, you know, a Prince Kalmar, purple squid guy, crazy stuff or something like that. Like, Yeah, stop using the IP to carry the sales and make, you know, passable sets. It's like, oh, another Spider-Man mech, another Spider-Man buggy. Jump. But you, you keep buying those. Yes, I will. But... <laughs> show some love and show some respect for the legendary Spider-Man, for example. And they did with the Daily Bugle. That's the kind of thing. And also, there's also the factor of you know you need uh, lower price point sets for the non-adults, kids, etc. So I won't be mad at that. But like, show show some respect for Spider-Man a little bit. And there's a lot of good Spider-Man sets. Venom, Source Rex is one of my favorites and they always include cool figures spider-man noir spider pig spider gwen they always include that in the lower price point sets as well but let's just try to push our creativity a little bit more here instead of having another spider jet spider mech spider buggy spider trike please yeah that, that was my spider yeah man. yeah well with with a theme like that with Spider-Man, where it's all about the characters, you know, I, I feel like with the most superhero things, it's not about the locations or the vehicles or whatever as much as it is about the characters and their personalities and their struggles and everything like that. So, putting, like, prioritizing figures 
would be what what I would do in that case, right? You'd want to prioritize, like, people care about Spider-Man. You want to make the Spider-Man figure the absolute best it could possibly be. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, whatever whatever that ends up looking like. But And maybe that's what their, their goal is right now. But at the same time, like, oh, we want to have vehicles and bigger sets to, for people to buy, too. So let's just... Well, do you, they, they, you have to have something to build, right? Because you need... That's why there's so many yeah. spider side builds. And so when you're, you're thinking about trying to do, like, comic accurate stuff, okay, what could be something buildable? So you do Doc Ock's mech, which is a cool idea. But then you also have to have Spider-Man's mech as well. Or else you'll just have the Spider-Man figure, and that's all you have to oppose him. So I see where they're coming from, but... It's, it really is all about the figures. I mean, the characters. That's why I think the Web Warriors Bridge and Daily Bugle are the best. Because it yeah. provides a cool location. But just packs in unique figures and characters. But yeah, show some love. Like, I got some Spider-Man. Some Spider-Man sets have non-dual molded legs. Some have, do have the dual molded legs. Some have the arm printing. Some don't have the don't. Some don't. Like, with these characters, it's all about that. Even for the smaller sets, um, so we can start on a whole Spider-Man well, ta- tangent. No, I mean Spider-Man is such a good example of all of this because there are quite a few Spider-Man sets out right now, so it's easy to look at that. And there are so many cool characters and figures in the Spider-Man line among the villains, among the protagonists. But it goes back to what we were saying earlier of trying to fit things into the Lego mold. If you have all the all of these crazy different um, characters, Spider-Man is very different from like Doc Ock, very different from Electro, whatever. But they all have to fit within that the minifigure size and standard, and that's great. That I love that. You know, I love minifig scale stuff, and I don't want them to like change that. But it you have to do something a little extra to really set these characters apart. And maybe this is why I'm very excited for the Marvel CMF because it is a CMF. They get the figures can get all the spotlight and all the love, and they can really have their chance to shine on their own, you know, individual from each other. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. The only issue, my main issue, I'm super excited for the CMF, but it's the a bunch of what if characters. So right. we're getting a super de- I'm assuming it'll be a super detailed, you know, zombie Captain America and Captain Britain, Peggy Carter. But we never really got that kind of regular Captain America in the first place. That That's my only issue. But that's why I'm excited for Scarlet Witch because it's, you know, it's not a what if character. It's the actual Scarlet Witch. And then you have the Loki, like Lady Loki. That's another twisty alternate reality type thing. Um and variant Loki and just in the trench coat uh, the prisoner outfit we never really got a regular Loki with that kind of detail either so that's my that's my main issue but I'm gonna be a sucker for it and I'm super excited for it and I just saw uh, Gam- Thanos Gamora is rumored mm-hmm. and Steve Rogers Spider-Man so I don't know if those will yeah. be part of the CMF or part of different what if sets. I really don't know, but yeah, it is a real yeah. It's so interesting. Like they're doing and they're doing the the Iron Man 
Hulkbuster what if version like Sakarian Hulkbuster like there's they're suddenly so interested in doing these figures from what if they're going to be in one episode maybe maybe two I don't know but like these one-off characters and give them so much attention or the what if Hulkbuster and yet some of the other stuff from the movies we've never seen I'm Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we've never even got a Whiplash minifigure from Iron Man 2. Do you know? If... I don't know. Maybe there was an Iron Man 2 set. Um, I maybe. Really I don't really think, think I don't so. think so, but... Yeah. But, like, I guess they want to be on what's relevant now, which I get. Like, oh, what if stuff would be cool and good for kids, right? It's animated, sure. Not that animated is only for kids, but... Um, trying to capitalize on that makes sense. It's just an interesting, interesting strategy. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they're going so hard on the what if. It's probably going to be a good series, but like, I mean, they have done like a lot of Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man stuff previously. Um, I don't know if the figures have been that crazy detailed. Like I'm looking at my vision from Age of Ultron and he's detailed and he's really accurate. So... I'm interested to compare that vision yeah. to the CMF white vision and see if there's a big difference in the detailing. Um, but I'm excited yeah. regardless, and anything Marvel is cool for me. And uh, we're not some of the in, uh, Infinity Saga sets are going to be pretty cool. <sighs> a few of them, uh, Black Black Panther, Dragonflyer comes with shuri black panther those figures look pretty good and mm -hmm. yeah i just looked up i don't think there's a whiplash minifigure i do think he was in lego marvel superheroes but he never got a set right, okay. but yeah with like the infinity saga they can explore things they haven't done yet like a whiplash minifigure or a i don't know well <laughs> yeah the i had such high hopes for the for the infinity saga wave because uh, of seeing and and collecting a lot of what Ninjago Legacy has done, um, where they they take old existing designs and unless it's a four plus set, they go crazy and make it so uh, so much more detailed and so much more uh, interactive in a lot of cases, really filling out different locations like the monastery or. The Zane's Titan mech as a example of a of a vehicle they really fleshed out better and so I I thought that the Infinity Saga sets would get a similar treatment but from what I can tell it's like the Avengers the Endgame final battle compound what I don't know exactly it's one of those string in one of those words but it's like a, a worse or less substantial build than the original Avengers compound battle that we got in 2019. Mm. So I I don't get that. Like if you're going to make these legacy inspired sets, take it to the nth degree, really polish it up. People wanted, you know, the the kind of original version. They could have got that already. Um, yeah. with exceptions being like the dra Black Panther Dragonflyer and stuff like that which are very, which are totally brand new that's really cool <sighs> but frustrating I feel like this I'll pull it up it has the same kind of quality as the movie sets that come out 
during the movie, like you were saying. Yeah. But if I was thinking, if you, that's why I was so ex- excited for Infinity Saga. If you have the time to look back on it and fully flesh it out, then we wouldn't just have Chitari, 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 Chitari. And I'm Chitaris looking at aren't even as far, they're not even in Endgame, right? The 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 villain mobs are just the outriders from Infinity War, just reused. I'm pretty the sure. Outriders, yeah. I think there is the. Do you remember the the big Chitari, uh sky worm dragons there in the final battle <sighs> too? So right, there, there might have been Chitari, back. but they're not okay, that significant. Right, yeah. And they're in like three of the Infinity Saga sets. It's Chitari, 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 and this is the same Black Panther figure as the Dragon Flyer and Scarlet Witch. I don't, she, she looks kind of derpy right here. Um, uh, this I'm not. I'm not a fan of this one. Unfortunately, like when you hear the name Avengers Endgame Final Battle Lego, when I heard that name, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's gonna be so yeah. cool. But we got freaking big fig Thanos is so ugly, and <laughs> you I don't big know. Figs. Come on, all big figs are ugly, but. I don't. I don't see like one reason why I would want this. Like the Captain America cowl, maybe Fat Thor, because mm-hmm. the Iron Man. There's a good uh, Endgame Iron Man figure in the Sanctuary too, and that comes with uh, minifigure Thanos, which I would much rather have. But this one's just, 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 just kills me. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, especially for you, because as a huge, you know, Lego Marvel fan being able to relive some of those big things and, and that's why the daily bugle what is such a breath of fresh air i think for a lot of marvel fans you yeah. included and i love it too i i'm not a lego marvel collector like you but uh i can see how that would be something that's just like finally yeah. you know finally it's like i feel like it's re- like giving the respect to Spider-Man, if that makes sense, and the Spider-Man universe, mm-hmm. because Spider-Man's so iconic. He's he's the face of Marvel. He's the most he's the second most iconic superhero. I think like Superman than Spider-Man, uh, something like that. But it's like giving him the respect he deserves, I guess. And I guess with a bigger budget set, a higher price point, you can flesh it, flesh it, flesh it out. Um, but still, with the Avengers Endgame Final Battle, you could have it at a lower price point and make it, you know, cheaper, more accessible, but still could have made it cooler, I think. Just my opinion. Yeah, especially because the Avengers compound has been in, like, four or five movies at this point, so it's a generally very recognizable design with the angled uh, windows and everything, and you could have that be a, a key location, especially that it, since it's in Endgame. And the huge battle takes place there with all the, all the figures. Because like Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, everyone is here, and so I imagine that if you have one hundred fifty dollars set like that or something, maybe not at the scale of the Daily Bugle, but you have at least the compound build and just a ton of figures like Rescue or um, what are some of the other cool ones from the final battle? Everybody's there. Rescue, Falcon, man. Um, oh, yeah. The Black oh, Orders that's... back there in the Endgame oh, Battle. Yeah. Black Order would have been dope. Those big creatures. That would have been a fun thing to build. Those big creatures they introduced. Those big aliens that they ripped the neck braces off. Um, 
That's right. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Outright, more Outriders. We did get Outrider sets in the Infinity War movies. Some Outrider minifigures. Mm -hmm. but Or like the Chitauri worms. Those would be so cool as a buildable creature of some sort. Wow. Yeah. See, that would be a higher budget thing. But yeah, that, that's when you're thinking of stuff that could have potential to build. Uh, yeah, the big Chitauri worms, those alien creatures. Yeah. I would say the Black Order. They've done the Black Order minifigures. They didn't look the greatest. And uh, so I don't know about that. But I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years from now, people who grew up watching Endgame and stuff like that, they will try to mine the nostalgia of by making super, you know, nostalgic retro builds like the, those Chitauri Space Worms or, or the Endgame Final Battle and and really do it the, the justice that it would get. Kind of like how they keep doing this like 1989 or 1960s Batman stuff now yeah. as like these crazy beautifully detailed D to C sets. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more stuff like that from Marvel as we go on and it becomes a nostalgic thing. Yeah, it's not like what Infinity War and Endgame were just like the biggest movies of all time. It's not like you know, they had the biggest box office releases of all time. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we could have put a little more effort into that. But it's whatever. Yeah. I'm uh that's 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 the main issue with um like we we're talking about. It's probably a topic for a different video how the ho whole hobby of Lego revolves around one company, so that's why there's so many nitpicking and <laughs> um whining because there's there's only one company in control of it but we we could save that for another video um yeah exactly yeah so the marvel cmf is awesome uh infinity saga sets well, we'll, we'll wait not. to see yeah i'm excited to see the official figure reveals to see if it lives up to the hype because like the infinity saga sets when we saw the set names and peace counts and whatever it's like oh my gosh this is gonna be crazy and then we get sets like okay cool i guess just so, i guess collectible minifigures just have a certain uh, record now of having you know full yeah more detail mm -hmm. and everything yeah imagine if like more figures got the treatment like the lego video figures received oh. mm. i love those i i have most of them and they're they are amazing but yeah they're super it is cool. interesting yeah they're super cool. It, I would love to talk to like a design manager sometime at Lego who, who decides where is the budget going to go? Are we going to put it into the figures for this theme? Or are we going to put it more into the the really cool and playable sets? Feels like Ninjago they do both or Monkey. Oh, okay, Monkey Kid they just care about the villain figures mostly. But <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, that'd be so interesting, right? Like to talk to the whoever manages superheroes. Yeah, that'd be cool what to get in contact with someone and like talk, talk, ask them all these questions that we have. You know, like where's the budget for the dark saber yeah. blade and hilt, and where's the budget for Scarlet Witch to not look derpy? Um, because it's like I doubt it's the designers or graphic designers' fault because we've seen most of the people who have designed these Marvel sets. We've seen other stuff they've done, and it's amazing. And Bro. so it's like, okay, there are other things at play here than just the designer just didn't have enough time to, you know. Why are the movie sets always lacking? 
Why are the Marvel movie sets always like lackluster in my opinion? Was the most recent? Oh, I guess Black Widow would be the most recent set <sighs> to come out. Yeah. Um, I really don't know why. The Eternals ones look kind of cool, honestly. Even though I haven't seen Eternals yet, those look promising. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. I'm I'm trying to think. Maybe it's because it's an adaptation of an adaptation, whereas uh, yeah. a comic book set like the Daily Bugle, it's not really like a it's more like comic book type set. It's just an adaptation of the comics. Whereas when you're doing for the movies, the movies are already an adaptation of the comics and the Legos have to adapt that into Lego format. So you have Proxima Midnight and Ebony Ma who are already changed to be MCUified and be more like realistic, quote unquote. And then you uh, transform that into minifigure format and it might turn out weird. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why. Mm. That's a really good point. And actually, have you seen the the designer video for the Daily Bugle yet? Th mm -mm. That just came out like yesterday. Mm -mm. It's really interesting because the Mark Stafford, the designer, talks about that problem where we've seen the Daily Bugle in a ton of movies and we've seen it in the comics, but he said that in every appearance, it's never looked the same. Right. And so he tried to come up with something that had a universally like it, it had the general principles of what the daily bugle would look like for a lot of people and try to interpret that and i think that's very interesting and maybe that's also an issue for a lot of the people who make the movie sets it's like they're trying to base it off the movie but also comics i don't know it, it seems like if you have a movie vehicle or something or building you or figure you can just be like all right we're gonna go 100% all in on making it look like how it does in the movie, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. The best uh, Spider-Man sets for me have been the not-movie ones. Um, mm -hmm. Or just Marvel in general. The, my favorite sets have been the not non-movie ones. And t they tend to have a lot more fun with the comic-based ones, for sure. Yeah. Mm. And some 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 sets are actually like a fusion they do like m like for example the mysterio that comes in the spider-man monster truck he yeah. comes with two drones that look like far from home so they and, right. and like the vulture there's one vulture minifigure where it's kind of a fusion of it's not quite the uh homecoming look but he has robotic wings like uh homecoming so it's like a mix of the comic and MCU. Uh, but I th those are even fun too. They can just do whatever they want. That's why c c comic books work so well for movies and Legos because they're adaptations within themselves. So you can kind of do what you want whilst it being recognizable. I feel like that's way more doable in Marvel in, than in Star Wars because you have way more flexibility in Marvel to just kind of, since it's a mythology, and you know there have been so many reboots adaptations variations over the decades at this point that you can kind of just do uh, whatever as long as you stick to the general idea of okay this is what a vulture kind of looks like okay yeah in some periods he has robot wings some appearance he's whatever but generally he's green generally he's kind of an old guy so you can kind of have that freedom to do what you want for the, as a designer to do what you want with that 
With Star Wars, though, I feel like that's a lot harder to do. You have to be way more faithful because there are a lot of people who, like, they need it to be 100% accurate to how it appears on screen. Yeah. And, you know, Ninjago, it's kind of the same way with a lot of people who are like, if it's not like the movie or the shows, the, the seasons of the show, then it's not accurate at all, which... Yeah, that's that's a kind of a other discussion, a whole other discussion, maybe. But that's the bad thing with that's the yeah. bad thing with Ninjago is they you have the attachment because of the show, but because of the show, you if people want to think about it a certain way, then it, it loses like the original right. action theme type magic where they can introduce whatever in the sets or do what they want. But since it's tied to a show now, it needs to be accurate. Um, or some people would be mad, like, that guy wasn't in the show, the Tiki Islander, who, that, you know, that's not accurate, he never had that katana, or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't watch the Ninjago's show, so I really don't know, but, like, I, yeah, I, I think of Ninjago as an original accent theme, so when you're saying things aren't quote-unquote accurate, it just seems weird to me. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. So... And that you don't see that when it comes to the Marvel sets, like the Spider-Man Venomsaurus Rex. You're like, okay, this is an awesome set. Like, oh, it's Venom if he was a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you're not like, is this faithful? Like, is this accurate? It's just you don't even have to have that kind of discussion in that case, which is nice with the with the with the Marvel stuff for sure. Yeah, cause, like Venomsaurus Rex comes with Peter Porker and. <sighs> just like and, but no one's awesome. really like wait why is peter porker there i'm just happy that oh we get that <laughs> minifigure and we get that so that's that's the magic of the comic sets is you can bring in what you want and adapt how you will whereas the movies have been adapted and now they're just trying to make it accurate to yeah. that so maybe that provides restrictions for the movie sets okay. <sighs> but yeah my goodness that's great though the, the fact that we have some so much to talk about here with the with all this it's exciting and and i think lego's going in very exciting directions with star wars with marvel and especially with the figures the star wars figures coming out this summer are just knockouts and the the marvel figures coming out also hope promising to be very exciting so i guess should we end with the news right. item of the week the 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 randomest news item we'll end with the worst news of today (laughs) credit to 1414 Falcon fan (laughs) you're the best Uh, but as soon as I saw the front of this shoe I'm like oh my it's Adidas Uh, well (laughs) it couldn't be anything else because of their deals or whatever but just why Wait, does that have actual laces in it? Oh, it looks like it. And you can tell on the fine print at the bottom, it does say copyright Adidas, copyright Lego. So it, it is confirmed to be an Adidas Lego collab, continuing their years-long trend now. <sighs> tell Adidas, stop with the cheap collabs. Okay. The, I've seen actually some like third-party Legos are unofficial that you could order to build like an Air Max 97, a Nike Air Max 97. You could build your own shoe. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So maybe this is cool for some people. 
that love Adidas Stan Smith, whatever the crap, Ultra Boost crap. Well, you need to preface this by saying like you're a sneakerhead, you know, you're but like where what's your preference as far as sneakers go on the ones you collect? I'm not like a crazy I'm not like a crazy sneakerhead, but I really only mess with Nike and that's that's really it. And it's biased, but I just think Nike's the best. So when I see Adidas, I I, I kind of associate it with trash. I may, uh, but to each to each their own. So take that with a grain of salt. Take it with an ocean of salt. Take it with a mountain of salt. Because, you know, you could love Adidas or whatever. But I think Adidas is just trash in comparison. Like imagine an imagine a Nike Lego collab would be so crazy because Nike's got the best in basketball. Uh, streetwear, uh, I would say soccer, not soccer, but basically everything else, tennis, um, has monopolies and it's just so diverse and they're always innovating with new technologies, Nike always is. So that would be hype for me, but if you want to go build an Adidas shoe and have that on display, like, oh, that's super hype, then go ahead, be my guest. Oh, damn, mic drop, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I used to wear Adidas, but, you know, you kind of converted me to Nikes. So I am really not interested in this, but it's it's so bizarre, this trend, this, like, oil well, this oil deposit that they've drilled, Lego has drilled into now of the life-size replications of existing things, but, like, ten times more expensive than what it would be in real life. <laughs> like, So I'm sure this shoe is going to be... Well, actually, it's, I don't know what which model it is, so I don't know how much because shoes could be very expensive. So maybe this will be about the same price of a regular shoe, but like the the flowers, the botanical flowers, the typewriter, the piano. Okay, that that one shrunk down, but this like real life version, like um, Lego replicas of real life objects, and they seem to be doing well. I, they don't interest me at all. But I mean, maybe it'll be fun to build, like the the venom bust and the carnage bust are fun to build but the difference is that's a fictional thing it's imaginative this is just a real life right. shoe you could go get and display <sighs> like do you want this at work like if you're a big adidas fan you just put this on your desk maybe uh, yeah i guess I, I i see the appeal but for me nope i'm gonna talk trash and <sighs> Like, if this was a Nike Air Force One, would you build that and display it proudly on your desk? If it was Air Force One, that'd be cool. You know, Jordan 1 high. Yeah. That'd be the best set. They could do a Jordan 1 just set, but you could customize it to be Jordan 1 mid or low. Also, you could rebuild it. See, um. Nike would have been a better idea. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but this is just, I, I don't know. I don't, it's mainly not just because it's Adidas, but also I don't like the real life objects either. Like the typewriter, why? Uh, piano, why? Display I, I feel like the typewriter, piano, those kind of sets, world map, are marketed to like 80 to 90 year olds in a way. I'm just saying, like, I don't know why. I know of a lot of people who enjoy that, even our age, you know? Yeah, well, I have to voice my opinion, okay? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Like, if you want to go if you wanna go to the Lego either. store, like, oh, it's the Lego typewriter. Yay. And then go build your Lego typewriter <laughs> and have it on display. Have no minifigures. It's not fun. It's no nothing. <sighs> Be my guest. But 
that's just how I feel. So I think it's the combination of I don't like real life items and I don't like um, Adidas. Okay, so I'm biased. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. <sighs> so but on that note, yeah, yeah, do, 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 do you have anything positive to say it, to end this off? I'm very excited for E3 Nintendo Direct this Tuesday. Very awesome. Ooh. I hope I have very low expectations. <laughs> no, I've let my expectations get way out of control. The whole um, Mario 35th anniversary being last year and Lego collabing. And then this year's Zelda's 35th anniversary. I'm like, please, because I love Legend of Zelda way more than Mario. So I... That's where I'm at right now. I'm ready to be so disappointed that nothing is ever going to happen with Zelda this year except for the Skyward Sword $60 remake. Well, re-release. Not even a remake. So. I think they're going to announce okay. Legend of Zelda Hyrule Castle Lego set and Calamity uh -huh. Ganon Lego set. And they're also going to have a Super uh -huh. Smash Bros. Lego CMF with uh -huh. every Smash Bros. character. It'll be like a couple of waves. They'll start with Nintendo 64, Melee, so. So we'll get you know, all the minifigures, Simon Belmont, okay. Luigi, yeah. Joker, right. and uh -huh. it'll be really fun. It's going to sell really well. Like there'll be a lot of yeah. licensing with all the different companies, but like solid snake minifigure, right. that'd be cool, right? Like I think it's happening for sure. I don't know why no one ever thought of that before. It's a guarantee at this point. Two more days, we'll know for sure. We'll like 1414 Falcon fan will probably post tomorrow, like the leak. Yeah, probably definitely. And then that's just kind of leading into the doom and castlevania legos a little bit later so i don't know why lego just, just, yeah, doesn't hire you off the spot right now wow <laughs> your fortune telling skills are impeccable <sighs> what can i say but maybe, maybe zelda lego that would be cool um or a mario yeah, minifigure cool. just one mario it's minifigure. a pipe dream but <clears throat> it'll be like a san diego comic-con exclusive like 500 bucks on BrickLink or something to get a Mario Link minifig. And that's all they'll do. Mm, okay, this is my final note. The, this is my final prediction. Okay. Mario mini dolls. It's like friend. It's a friend's collab with Super Mario. So it's yeah. mini dolls for Peach and Daisy and Mario Luigi. Oh my it, gosh. It's happening. The one... <laughs> that's the one thing that'll make LEGO fans more mad than just like having the, you know, the Mario playable big block thing to have them as mini dolls so nothing against mini dolls but like the fact that it's not a mini figure that i know everybody wants oh my gosh yep that would be funny anyways that Fair. will be our sakuga cast for today and i hope you enjoyed thanks for listening and have an amazing week and don't get your hopes up for e3 either yeah and this will age very poorly <laughs> Have a good week. <laughs>